welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. And Anton Patzner. Hi, guys. Frequent guest. We should probably address the fact that we've been uh, we've been gone for the last uh, few weeks. If you hadn't noticed, if you're like if you're like a real avid fan and you were just like refreshing your feed that next Wednesday, I am you know I apologize, but uh, we. We're busy. We've basically just been busy. That's basically what's <laughs> been yeah. going on in our lives. It has been a while. Uh, Fox House Brigade was on tour for a bit. Uh, you were in LA. A new age. You turned a new age. That's like, you know, you had to really kind of hermit yourself away for yeah. to kind of like reemerge as a 21-year-old. I did have myself a time, yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, it's but, nice to be back. Yeah, it is nice to yeah. be back. Actually, I kind of missed. I missed it. You know, yeah. it's, it's it might it might be a good thing. Anyways, I think ultimately it could be a positive experience for you, me, and all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another quick little just like programming note here is we are going to start being biweekly instead of weekly. That's and bye you know Not we're just trans. exploring we're exploring this we're exploring this by aspect of of the podcast we're just going to kind of like see how it feels to be by um and if we choose to you know go back to be we straight might, we weekly could, then if we want to be straight weekly uh, we'll <laughs> I, I i think it's going to make your podcast better going i hope I think, so yeah. yeah i think it's going to make the uh, like it's going to be quality not quantity type of thing that is oh, the yeah? main is reason that for what me. you're about now <laughs> Well, you I'm know, into that. I'm about balance. <laughs> okay. Balance, Nike That's... balance shoes, right? Is that what you're uh, New balance, actually. New ba- I mean, new balance. <laughs> Is that Nike? I don't even know if that is. No. Uh, there might any. be a Nike. <laughs> there, might, there might also be a Nike balance shoe. But, I don't uh, do shoes. Wait, like New Balance. Name. Who's comp- is that the company name? It is. Oh uh, <laughs> shit! I thought it was like a like Nike presents New Balance. Oh my god! Like that's their Get running with the hip hop program. Anyway, actually, more like Get with the Hipster program because that's who wears New Balances these days. Hipsters, really? Oh, I mean, they had been for quite some time. Oh. But maybe not. You know anymore. who's Nike guys? Strings. Oh. oh yeah, he mm, does do that. I do suppose such yeah, a thing, I've but not like that. not like Nike Airs. They're more like Nike kind of like eighties like neon green laces right. and like kind of yeah. silver yeah. lining type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. So wait, <laughs> don't so ask, don't tell. <laughs> and one final programming thing before you know we continue forth into the regular aspect of this episode. And if this is the first time you're listening, I'm sure you're very lost. But you know, just maybe maybe move along. Just move along here. But um, we're also going to be just like trying a few new things out this episode and just like seeing what sticks, you know. So uh, if you have been listening to the podcast, uh, we would love your feedback on, you know, this episode or maybe the next few episodes. So please write in to at uh, totally tell me at gmail.com because we just want to like see if maybe trying out some new stuff is like a good thing or a bad thing or you know again this is a buy buy thing this is just sort of like a this is a testosterone we're testing what the waters (laughs) testosterizing the waters of of this new experience and uh you're you're long for the ride and we definitely want your input all right so i'm super excited about the next one which is you you looked up and you made a presentation of the I news for us. I did. I basically did. So this is going to be a, a thing that's going to be in the podcast now. Movie news. Yeah, I'm so excited. We're going to give you awesome. the news. The news as it know. comes. You know, the news filters in, filters out through our lives, and I'm here to present it to you. All right. Can I just say I'm looking at Anton right now, thinking, you know, <laughs> the way those headphones are on your head is oh, creating a very interesting hairstyle for oh. you that I think could work. Okay. Oh. <laughs> like a flattening in the middle well, of his not head. Not like a flattening, but like a Take totally a short on the sides fancy new and like kind of longer on top. Oh, yeah. You've got kind of a Mark Lanigan approach, and I like it. Laura, take, like a it a picture, take a picture. Take a picture. You messed it up already. It's take like a, a picture. It's like 10 <laughs> pixels or something All like right, that. I did get a new phone, so I can take pictures now. Quadruple pixels. Wow, this is actually the first real photo I'm taking with this. Oh, my God, really? Live on air? Cool. Oh, but so you want to know what's been up with me? Or? I do. I do want to know what's been <laughs> okay, up with well, you. Well, it was my birthday. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, you're, I did have a really fun pool party splash. You did splash around. I saw the video. Oh, it was called a pool splash, actually. Oh, by who? Tec- oh, technically, mm-hmm. it was called that. That's what it said on the invite. On the, oh, okay. No, it didn't. <laughs> on the invite? Yeah. Well, I was invited and did not see that. Because it didn't actually say that. I made it up completely oh just now. Oh, my God. We what speaking. a fucking liar. I'm a writer. The invite was a text. <laughs> not a writer. I'm not a liar. I'm not a liar. I'm a writer. I'm a writer, not a poet. 
<laughs> no, I'm a poet and you don't know it. Um, so you but, splashed, you splashed. Yeah, we splashed and it was amazing. I loved it. It was so fun. I realized after years of our pool heater had been broken for a long time at mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. And um, we just thought that you couldn't heat the pool without the pool heater. Mm-hmm. Little did we know. Would, would make sense, yeah. <laughs> no, what happened was that I did some research <laughs> uh-huh. and it turns out a simple plastic pool cover almost $200, whatever, a $200 pool cover will do the trick. I was absolutely amazed. We put the thing on there and it was warm. It was fucking warm. But also it's hot in LA. Yes, so. but it was like not warm without the pool cover. Like, I've trust been me, in it your pool and it's never been in that LA. cold. No, it, trust me. This it made it so doable. This out. made it like you went in there and it was like you were in there or out of there. It didn't matter because it didn't feel that different. Oh, well, that doesn't sound good. To no, me. it was good. Trust me. Cause I was, like a refreshing pool. No, I mean, it was refreshing in the day. sense that it was wet. <laughs> the, the, the pool felt actually it was nice. It was, perfect. it was warmer in the pool than out of it. Yeah. Which yeah. was awesome. Trust me. Oh, I don't know about trust that. Trust me. Trust me. But I it's guarantee, like hundred degrees. I guarantee you, you would have liked it. It was. It, it was, was more amazing. Like ninety degrees. No, okay, I was, was just like, there. this is what I like. And honestly, I like a warm pool in a warm weathered scenario. Like, uh-huh. if it were up to me. The weather outside would be about 95. Who's frightful? And the the water would be like 90. Okay. You know, I'm, that's my ideal. How hot so is like a hot tub? For. A hot tub is like 100 and something, right? Uh, Actually, I don't know. I got to ask my cousin. Okay, fine. Maybe I the water, my, maybe I would be down uh, with a pool that was like 85. Oh, yeah, your cousin, because Anton's cousin's name are... <laughs> you know what? that Anton is related to the original Jacuzzi brothers? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. If First oh up, God, I didn't know it was brothers. About this. We, by brothers the way, it was mine and Anton's anniversary as well a uh, week and a half ago. Uh-huh. And so we had a nice little little excursion for that. And we went into, there was a hot tub. Into this oh, because this is podcast. like. No, but it was really oh, cause funny because like, we were talking about this and well, we're like. like secret blood money going around in these Jacuzzi Brothers. Just the fact that it's called the Jacuzzi Brothers. I mean, this is not enough gossip for you. Um, No, but we were in there and we were talking about like how they came up with the hot tub idea. Oh, we were talking about bubbles. I was like, you know, I don't really like having bubbles on in the hot tub. And Anton's like, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just another one of those things that someone invented that no one really wants. And I was like, you mean like the Jacuzzi Brothers came up with it and they're like, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> what if like, you're just sitting there? They were originally plumbers. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> like they were plumbers in the first place. Blah, and then they were in the bathroom. They're like, what if we do bubbles <laughs> in the tub? You know, they'll be blowing jets. There'll be jets installed into the jacuzzi. Now, bubbles are nice when you're a kid. But what if we try an adult bubble situation? But like it was just, what else did we say about it? it was I, really was, I mean, like, oh, I was just being like. So, like, the thing is, like, how did that catch on? Like, why right. does everybody think they need bubbles? It's actually, yeah. the it's hot nice tub's nice, kind of nicer without just a, well, a you know calm what? water. I like a bubble. I know. And I'll tell you why just, I like a bubble. Why? why? I like a bubble because... Because <laughs> you can hop Because it? you can kind of, like, get up... <laughs> You can like get up next to them bubbles. Oh my and you god, kinda, Dominic's like you dancing kinda, like, right now. Mm, you can kind of like, like get a little get a back rub. You can kind of get like yeah. a back rub going oh. by like moving your okay. body in a good. So you think that people I just like feel the, like the bubbles? I feel like because... yeah, I guess it's kind of a cool idea. It's something you could do, <laughs> well, but look, like look, it's not like everybody the jacuzzi needs brothers them. Is the multi-million like, I'm surprised dollars. it's every hot tub now has jacuzzi on it. Oh, I got another major point for the bubbles. Now, a hot tub is often used as a sort of like you know sensual sort of like gathering of perhaps if you have gathering a private hot tub if you have a private hot tub and you have someone of interest come over and you're like let's go to the hot tub i would say that is very much a sort of like you know co- it's it's like a, the first step of a sort of coital situation to be happening later on that eve perhaps you know it's sort of like a a prepping of the body and mind to perhaps have a prepping sexual experience later on that evening and i would say that the bubbles sort of mask any any maybe like boner situation that you could have oh, oh. You know? so you think that the jacuzzi brothers were sitting in the original hot tub yeah. sans bubbles you got the boner you know i wish there was something that blocked yeah, this yeah like the first guy was like oh shit jerry i got a boner and the other guy's holy shit mikey you just gave me the best idea bubbles 
We could we hide. We do bubbles, install them into the tub. You don't see the boner. It's completely blocked out. Boner free. Plus, you get a free bubble massage. This is going to make us a fortune. And then <laughs> they get out and they're like, all we got to do is install the tubes into the outside of the tub like so. You get a pump. You're doing bubbles over here. You're doing and then bubbles they're like, over and here. what we're going to call it? The jacuzzi tub. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, I think we are on to something. We are going to be rich. We're going to be making bubbles over here. <laughs> Well, you know it what? It is just preposterous. No, it's not. I think that's real. That I think there's that's an pro- aspect you, of it. I think that story is in, true. Intentional or not, that is what it does. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It also hides a fart. It hides a fart? He's yeah, like, exactly. Jerry, I got a boma. I got farts. I got it all. You the, just gave me an idea. What if we block the bottom half of your body? He like he like sees him fart in the water. He's like, oh my god, oh. Mikey, you're a genius. Bubbles. You just farted a thought bubble into my head. Your fart is gonna make us a million. Like he literally just sees the bubble come out of the water, and then he's like, "We're doing bubbles over." We gotta times that by three thousand. The, their job in the first place was just, they were just regular plumbers. You know, mm. they installed bathtubs, their bodies toilets, were sore, whatever. And so they got in to a hot tub. Right? Yeah, I think they were treating themselves to a hot, to a tub. hot tub. Yeah, they were. <laughs> what if one of them? Did, did, did more than just a fart too. What if there was poo involved? Who knows? Right. See, that hides the poop bubbles. Too. Hides you it would all. never know. You would never know. Bubbles hides it all. Yeah, <laughs> bubbles takes it's the answer to all of them. Bubbles the hides troubles. <laughs> bubbles <laughs> hides troubles. Now there's a shit. They should have done that. The for Jacuzzi their... Brothers. Bubbles, <laughs> bubbles hides troubles. <laughs> you want to go? You want the new, but the best new, best in new hot tubs. Get the new Jacuzzi Brothers hot tub. No, no, no. Bubbles <laughs> hides troubles. No, no. Are you having troubles? We well, we got bubbles. We got bubbles. <laughs> That's right. Slip into one of these brand new Jacuzzi Brothers hot tubs. And like, and like, right when you see in the ad, like when you so, like you just like you see like this person get into the hot tub, they just go. And it goes. Are you having troubles? <laughs> well, we got bubbles. <laughs> And then you just see the guy at the end of the commercial just sitting in the hot tub and his face is clearly like he's farting, but you don't tell. You can't tell exactly, because the jacuzzi's yeah. got him. And then everyone else around him just like laughing and drinking their drink. All right, I'm going to pitch this commercial to my cousin. I think, yeah. <laughs> so, and, so as a matter of cold hard fact, Anton uh-huh. is directly related by blood <laughs> yeah. to the jacuzzi Second brothers. cousins, wow. I wow. believe. Oh my god! Now if that catchphrase takes off, I mean, we better be I did not even know there was a such thing as the Jacuzzi Brothers. <laughs> like, I mean, I learned that when I first started going out with Anton. Well, like, there's a guy named Jacuzzi. Just, also made up the brothers part. It's but, like, hey, my name is, is Jerry Jacuzzi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> wow. So on with the uh, the movie news of the week. Yeah. There are several stories that have uh, recently occurred. Granted, I guess at this the point you hear this, it'll be slightly old, but there's still you know interesting stories. The first, which is probably like the biggest piece of news that's been going on in movie land, is Asia Argento is denying sexual assault reports uh, and basically saying that Anthony Bourdain has paid the accuser to stop intrusion. So basically, what's going on here? Is a little flipping of the tables. It's a flipping yeah. of the switches, as I say. A right. Turning of the tables. <laughs> turning of the events. Flipping of the switches. So Asia Argento is an actress, uh, and she. Um, there's a New York Times article that came out alleging that she uh, had she. She settled a sexual assault ac- accusation made against her by this child actor named Jimmy Bennett. And he's a Bennett, musician now. Who's now a musician, but he used to be an actor mm-hmm. at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was 17 when it took place in, in 2013. And basically, like, the New York Times article she was... she was 37. Yeah, she was 37. Yeah. Uh, it took place in California where the age of consent is 18. And now she's basically, like, coming out and denying it. And then just today... <laughs> There's like pictures that have emerged of like them, of them shirtless in bed. in bed. Oh no, really? And like it Holy just shit. doesn't look good. <laughs> I mean, shirtless it's like in bed? shirtless in bed, like smiling in a sort of post-coital sort of well, way. Probably he probably loved it. <laughs> That's why I'm very <laughs> curious to hear There's your perspective on this. There's just something about this that just like it's like bodes not 
that big of a deal to me for some reason. Call me crazy. Call me hypocritical. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That was honestly my first instinct too, but I still feel very conflicted about it because I'm like, well, I mean, if he's saying that he was traumatized by it, that is pretty fucked. I mean, he's saying that, but he's also strapped for cash, supposedly. That's what I read. I could be wrong. Right. No, I mean, so that's kind of like a great opportunity. Right. I don't know. It is a good opportunity to get your name in there. It's probably a good opportunity to get boned down at the age of 17 with like some hot model actress woman too. Right. I mean, I could just this be This story it. just makes me sad to be honest. It does why? make me... Wait, why does it make you sad? <sighs> you want me to talk about why I'm sad? Okay. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah, express um, yourself. He, that, yeah, I mean... He who, who ought never sad. I'd love well, to know. Well, when you said Anthony really? Bourdain, that just automatically makes me sad because every time yeah. I think of him, I get sad. And you if do? you don't know, Asia Argento uh, was his wife. And right. that, no, sucks. Uh, sorry, girl, that sucks if girlfriend. he paid like hella money to this kid and then he died and then it came and out. And now it anyway. came out, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a bummer. Well, but maybe he did know What else truth, makes you though. sad? What? Why else does it make you sad? Just because of Anthony Bourdain? Why. Oh, it doesn't no, I, make you sad about like the fact that this kid might have been like, you know, psychologically traumatized by being no, sexually the, assaulted by a hot <laughs> actress model? No, at I the actually, age of seventeen, going on eighteen. I, I think that I month. honestly, I'm on her side in the, in a way with this. Yeah, one. it's like this kid like managed to hook up with like a hot movie, hot older movie star, mm-hmm. and then he's and he's seventeen, which is well, like, no, but he was also in a movie with her. I mean, right? He, okay, granted, he, he wasn't nearly as big. I don't know. I don't know. I'm is. saying like he scored pretty big, and he's bragging to all his high school friends about probably. it, probably. And no, and he well, here's the weird twist: he plays her son in the movie. I know, I know. But you know what though. I mean, he's saying that he was, uh, you know, he was uh, he was given alcohol and he was sort of lured into it. I mean, but sure. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I she mean, broke the law. Like, enjoyed She's every stupid for doing that. You shouldn't break that law because you go to jail if you do that. She's probably going to go to jail. But uh-huh. did the guy like, I mean, I just have a hard time believing that this guy, of course, I'd never met him. I've never even seen him talk. But mm-hmm. there's something it's hard to believe sad. about him actually feeling like he was genuinely taken advantage of by it. You know so, what I mean? Like, it almost seems like. Do you really feel now, like I think I, you were I, sexually wronged here, or right. was this kind of like a badass thing to have happen to you? You know, for to, for the you know, in the mind of a boy of seventeen years old, let's just like kind of well. But some seventeen-year-old boys don't want to be having. No, sex. I'm not saying all of them do, but it's just you know what I mean. I mean, granted, the vast majority do. Yeah, I mean, there's just a difference here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see this as maybe. I kind of can't imagine her like raping the guy. Now, violently. what if he was 18? What if he was it? Then it would. Then there'd be no question. Well, that's the that's thing. The is, like, interesting it's so, part. It's so is ridiculous. Like, yeah. like he's and probably months away from being 18. Also, in other states, a lot of other states, it's 16. Exactly. And other countries and so too. that kind of a thing to me yeah. is very arbitrary, and it's very yeah, case by and, case. And, and like, I even if, you know, if it would have been a the tables turn like it would have been a 17 year old girl with a 37 year old actor i even in that situation i would still question like really the specific circumstances of it because you really don't know what it was like in that moment like just because the girl was 17 doesn't mean that you know maybe she was really really mature for her age or really immature for her age Mm -hmm. everyone is develops differently at those like intervals of one year Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think but Once I you're think getting I'll, into late teens like that, it's right. really kind of touching. I think also, though, because it's so case by case, it's hard to even... I find myself... I find it hard to have an opinion on a lot of these stories that come out like in the Me Too era. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just... We can't know all the details. Yeah. It's like impossible to yeah. know. Yeah. Now, granted, there are some cases that, that it's like so obvious. Like the Harvey Weinstein is so obvious. The Louis C.K. is so obvious. Like there are overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey one was so obvious. Like there are overwhelming ones that it's like, okay, this dude is like a predator. It's a predator it's like situation. But now this yeah. one is Look. such a gray area that it's like it falls more into the camp of like other ones that have come out where I'm kind of just like, I just don't even know what to make of this because we're really only hearing like pieces of it mm-hmm. and what happened in that room only they can know you know and not only that but i just think there's such a difference between like being physically attacked and like you know actually being abrasively aggressively attacked by somebody who's much bigger than you and like which was the scenario like there's no way that this balances out the scales with what happened between her and harvey weinstein and that's like what harvey weinstein's lawyers are trying to kind of jump on that is insane and i I think that there is a difference there um, but you know, again, we really just don't know mm-hmm. about any of it. I Sh- think. Should we move on, or is there anything else we want to say about that? No. 
All right. Next piece of news I have here is MoviePass sucks now. <laughs> oh, yeah. MoviePass. So, All poor guys. MoviePass. Whoever started that company. Right. <laughs> uh, really yeah. What is actually I have his name. It's Mitch Lowe oh. is the CEO of this company. So basically, Can't for those who Rob don't know, Lowe. MoviePass MoviePass is a thing that you could have gotten that was uh, unlimited movies or I mean up to one a day um, for 10 bucks a month. Uh, you could just see any movie you wanted. And I mean, it was like this deal that was too good to be true. A lot of people bought in, including myself and Laura. Uh, in fact, lots of the movies that we've seen on this podcast have been through MoviePass, actually. Mm. Uh, but in the last few weeks, basically, MoviePass has dramatically altered their business plan um, because the company is like doing terrible. Their <laughs> stock is at three cents. Right. And they oh. lost like millions of three down from like a hundred dollars or something right yeah oh and it used at to be its, thousands at its peak it really? used to be thousands like a year ago no, i guess i'll buy some of it then. man no you, can't, you <laughs> no okay. you can't buy it anymore they're you like can't? it's I got too in low it. i got into the last second no when did you buy it how much was it <laughs> how much was it when you bought it it was like four cents no <laughs> wow so you can't actually buy... no it was like five cents so i how can't much buy did it now that it's at two i bought about like well, should I say, yeah. I bought like 10 bucks worth. That's fine. Just okay. basically That's like, a f- good gamble. Like, why not, game. you know? Yeah. Because like, That's I'm way thinking, better odds than playing the lottery, I'm I think. I'm thinking like, Probably look, way better odds it, than buying Bitcoin. Because even if it goes up to 10 bucks, <laughs> You're just I'm like rich. Bucks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. If it goes from five cents to $10, I'm like if, swimming yeah, in the If there's cash. any future to this company at all. I think you make your money back. <laughs> now, so, granted, I don't think there is, but it's a bet I'm willing to take. Well, you know what? Yeah, no, it's I'm buying. As soon as it goes up to five cents, you can't, Laura. They stopped it. They're no, like, it's too low. We're turning it, goes, it off. But if it goes back up, it's going to go below zero. Turn it off. <laughs> no, but what if it goes back up to five cents? We don't want to create a flex time continuum more. <laughs> right. I'm sure if it went back up, you would be able to buy it. But basically, the piece of news is that now watching closely. what they've done is now you can only see up to three movies a month, still the same price. And then they like select these six films that you have to pick from. And they're, and they're all basically not ideal. all crap. Like, well, no one I mean, wants we don't know if they're crap, movies. but it's like, Grant, yeah, they're not movies we would want to see necessarily. I'm looking at these movies and I'm like, no, I haven't heard of most of them. Not and, worth and, $7. And I feel like I'm pretty involved in independent movies at least yeah and i at least know of the big movies even though i don't care about them these aren't even these aren't big movies and they aren't even notable indie movies you know like these aren't buzzed movies these are like kind of you know bad movies right. they're just like probably not great i don't want to say they're all bad but they're probably not great well actually no there is one movie that will be available for viewing like in a, either a few days or next week uh-huh which that seems is good. Crazy, um, crazy rich Asians. Rich Asians. Yeah, I was say, about to say crazy expensive Asians. Like, <laughs> no, wrong title. That would definitely um, be a different movie entirely. No, yeah, but that's, I that's all the rage right I now. I don't want to see that movie. Um, I would be interested in that actually. Well, it's, would... it's, it's kind of a phenomenon right now. It's making like it made like thirty million dollars. That doesn't mean or some, or to me. Like, oh yeah, no, it, it was it made a bunch one, of money. The number, one, the number one movie, and they already greenlit a sequel. But yeah. it doesn't mean anything to me just because it made a lot of money. Like, no, 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 no. But it's like, but it is doing really well. It's no, I mean, I, I think it's cool. I like to be a part of the zeitgeist. You know, if if people are like really excited, if, you know, the general public is really excited about something, I want to see what it is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But like, okay, what I was going to say was when we first signed up for MoviePass. Yeah. Was there a clause in the agreement that just said like, we have the right to just change everything on the drop <laughs> of a dime? Well, granted, they're probably may have been but this company has been like shady as fuck for sure did in the last get, month did you guys get your money back no so just, i haven't canceled yet i you canceled, canceled today right? i will very likely be canceling in the next like week or two um and i'm looking at a couple other ones that seem like somewhat comparable to me i guess it's just crazy because i am still paying the same amount that i agreed to pay in the beginning it is what I signed up amount, for, though. but I'm not getting the same amount. No, totally, that it's I, fucked. You know, agreed to. Yeah, but also. So how is that legal? But even when I bought into it, I have to admit that I was like, "This isn't gonna last." I know this that, is like but way still, too an good agreement's an agreement. Okay? It is an agreement, but granted, how can it's, they get away with this? Well, well they're they not. Might go to jail. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they might go to jail. There's, they're. they're get, they're in the but process of getting sued. What about the people sued. who need to be compensated? A class, class action lawsuit. Class yeah. Action. 
Um, they their stock is in in the gutter. They're I very know, likely to go bankrupt. But what about me? <laughs> you can be part of that class action I'm lawsuit. I'm losing money here. Yeah, no, you I can get it back ten... through a class action yeah, lawsuit. Class action lawsuit. Oh, yeah. yeah. There get you... in on it. When you get that email, you better click I accept. Yeah, or whatever. I guess I don't even need back. to inv- invest in the stock. Uh, this is America. <laughs> this is America. We get our yeah. money back here. Which we should... get, that's a right as American is to get your money back. Oh my God. Do you think there will be a class action lawsuit? Yeah, very much. Yes. Oh my God. I'm getting on that. No, I don't know. Get rich quick schemes. What's that kind of mean? No, it's no, like, you're, mean? you actually me? should. Because mean. It's kind of like they're going down, and no, it's like you know. No, no, you, that's shady. You need business. to be on the side of the of your your side. My people, like you are on the side that's getting <laughs> screwed over by them, and you guys are all this huge team, you, and the team needs to be as big as possible. My to people go up, need up to get represented. <laughs> yeah, so represent. Some fucking bullshit. About. You got represent for your team. You know, my people have been enslaved for years now. <laughs> By this movie pass shit. We've all we been need so- to get out there and stand up we for what's right. Up. We will rise up. We will rise up. We will not fall down. All right. They next, will go down. Next piece of news here, which I found rather interesting. Call Me By Your Name sequel. Oh, no. Call Luca- Me By Your... Second name. Your surname. Your last name. <laughs> Who knows? Call Me By Your Butt. Call me by your your game. Call me by your grinder name. (laughs) Yeah, call me by your screen name. So, basically, what's going on here is (laughs) (laughs) call me by your name. uh, The 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 director of the film, Luca Guadagnino, uh, is apparently serious about getting a sequel together. Um, So, the one of the people who's in the film who played the father, if you've seen the film, uh, the actor's name is Michael Stolbarg. He in an interview with Far Out magazine, basically said that um, uh, that Guadagnino seems to think this is a quote. Guadagnino seems to think that we might be able to get to to pick up the action a few years later to see what's happened to these characters and the choices they've made can, and life after this particularly momentous summer for them all. But it sounds like something he's serious about, and Andre Ackerman is thrilled at I think at the idea. It could the, be a lot of. like the Art Linkletter movie, you know, the um, Before Sunrise. Or, no, oh, sorry, oh. yeah. Uh, you've no. seen Before Sunrise, right? Or have I you? I have not seen Oh my that God, trilogy. I love that movie. So there, was, there was a sequel to that. As All well. of those are really good. I yeah. think there were two sequels to that, there right? Was, yeah, it's Before... Before Midnight. Yeah, Before Midnight. And those before were Sunrise all before Boyhood. And they were all right. they were all good, actually. <laughs> and, then, and then after Boyhood. <laughs> Who knows? Boyhood wasn't related to those movies. No, I know. I'm just... But like... Yeah, those two movies. You would, I mean, the first movie, Before Sunrise. You Wait, so you're telling me that you would be... You, you're no, I'm you're on you, board. It could work. I'm just saying it's worked know. for movies like this in the past where you think there's no way this would work for a sequel. Like, it's kind of like an artsy, you know, slice of life type mm-hmm. of picture where it just don't seem uh-huh. to fit that formula. If the writer but it could. Says it's, if the writer says that he's got an idea, that's... No, I mean, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. interesting. I mean, it's like revisiting the, the past. The reason I would be... Your past. The reason it... it, as, a, it as a woman. <laughs> what? The reason it, like, <laughs> does somewhat pique my interest is because Luca Guadagnino is behind it, who mm-hmm. was the writer and director... Or the, he was the director of the first film, and that the stars seem to be behind mm. the idea as well. It's well, a different writer? Uh... No, it would be the same writer. The same writer is still is interested in Luca Guadagnino's new concept. So new, Luca Guadagnino has a concept for the sequel of which the original screenwriter would then write the actual script of which Luca Guadagnino would then direct. I mean, I could be down. The same people basically are, are interested in being involved. It would be good. I would watch it. But I'm just... To be honest. You know, it, it just also... The word sequel seems like a dirty word, but it doesn't have to be. And also, but I just... Gotta be open-minded. Sometimes films, they end in a really beautiful spot, and this was a film that I thought ended in a really beautiful spot. It did, but I feel like there is still mm. meat there to murder, so to speak. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like, you could definitely go back to that world, and, and yeah, it would yeah. be interesting to see, like, what became of them <laughs> several years later. Oh, yeah, you should see it. It's really oh, my good. God, you gotta see it. It's just, you gotta see it. Okay. See it. Last up here. happen. Last up in our little news cycle here. The end of the fucking world will continue. Oh, wow. Season two is confirmed and it has been renewed by Netflix. All right. Which we reviewed for uh, the podcast. You should go listen to that. But if you didn't listen, we loved it. Or for the most part, Any I think news we loved on it. When it's I think it'll now? be good. Yeah. I mean, I, this has me excited for sure because, I mean, I think that they could certainly do more of that story. And I think yeah. uh, I, I'm curious as to where they would take it. And it would be the same director which again has me uh, on board like if it was a different director i would probably care significantly less but i thought the directing specifically was really good now is it no. based on a comic yes. yes so it's going to yes. continue so apparently I think so. so uh i'm reading this now from a piece of the article 
Um, so it'll continue to be adapted from Charles Forsman's comic series of the same name. The second season will premiere globally on Netflix, except in the United Kingdom, where it will air first on Channel 4, which is exactly how it came out previous. Right. It's going to uh-huh. be great. Wait, when is, great. It, when is it supposed yeah. to come out? It, there's no release date, uh, but I would adapted. presume not until next year at the very earliest. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love adapted graphic novels into miniseries type of stuff. Yeah. And it felt like that, best. too. The first season yeah, felt like that, so which was good. really fun. Um, very excited. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's it for the movie news of the week. Um, yeah, I just right. find it. Let's uh, talk about this movie. Amazing. Yeah, um, let's talk about this movie, which I don't even think we mentioned. Uh, oh, yeah. Today's movie is Eighth Grade, uh, which is a new drama comedy, coming of age drama comedy, uh, written and directed by Bo Burnham, who uh, this is his debut feature. Uh, previous to this, he has strictly just been a uh, stand-up comedian. And he kind of, he basically has stopped doing comedy in the last couple of years, um, presumably to work on this. But I think that there's also, like, he, I think he was kind of just, like, wanting out of comedy, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I was My like, brother's good friends with him, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, great. Well, just must saying. be nice. Oh, my God. You're like, so <laughs> does that mean I'm nice. fam- Does that mean, like, basically I'm famous? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> And it's uh, starring Elise Elise Fisher. Uh, she is the main actress uh, who plays the. Uh, she plays Bo. She plays. <laughs> no, I'm Bo. kidding. <laughs> Shit, I didn't. I didn't look up the actress, the character's name, but you know, you get the point. Basically, it's about Kayla. Kayla, that's right. Yeah, Kayla. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's about this introverted teenage girl who's basically trying to survive the last week of her uh, middle school experience or her eighth grade year. Um, and you know, is soon to be going off to high school. Um, so again, if you've never listened to the podcast, we will at first talk with no spoilers for eighth grade. Um, and at a certain point we'll make it very clear that we will then get into all the plot details and talk in more specifics. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So let's, you know, <clears throat> let's hear it. Who, who do you want to begin, Laura? Oh, you, sure. You put, I'll just you put jump. a little finger I mean, up. I, I won't say much for now, but I just want to jump right in by saying I love the music in this movie. Mm, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Just yeah. All of it was really mm-hmm. um, stimulating. Enya's in there? Yeah, well, sail of course away, I love that. Sail away. It wasn't that song. <laughs> it was. I don't think so. It absolutely was. Really? On 100% yes. Oh, okay. There's a, I think they also used another Enya song. Then. No, they used that one Enya song when what? she's like... Well, no, I, I remember the part where they used it, yeah. but I thought there was it's sail away sail. it's the sounds in that song are so cool well okay boom, 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 the boom, only reason i'm boom, saying boom, that it boom, wasn't sail away was because i saw the credits it and it for was. sure was. okay fine it, i i remember it distinctly and here's actually why i remember it it was a very bizarre experience so by the way for the audience i didn't watch this movie today anton and laura just did but i saw this movie about a couple weeks ago and um that day I was hanging out with uh, Kendra McKinley, who's actually been on the podcast, and we all saw it together, like a whole crew of us all saw it together. But previous in that day, me and Kendra were like singing that Enya song as sort of like a joke. We were like discussing that Enya song, yeah. and we were like singing it to each other and just sort of like laughing or whatever. And then we go and see this movie, and this fucking song starts, and we were like, no fucking way. Are they playing this Enya song that we were like just discussing? Like it was it's out popular. of nowhere. It's her biggest uh, hit. I will. Her, oh, no, by I know, the way, like, it's called no Orinoco idea. Flow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's the Sail Away song. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's a good, great one. No, I mean, Enya's, I love I love the whole album. I'm that a fan time. of Enya. I mean, I obviously, I you know, I'm a fan. Like I got you guys into her, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, Definitely what? was not the a fan fuck? before I met Laura. There you go. For me. Well, anyways, uh, so, not, you love the mu- so you love yeah, the music. So you love the music. I love the music. Oh, they used a Perfume Genius song in this movie. They sure did. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Wait, you I, like perfu- we'll talk. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, I liked all the music in this movie. I really okay. did. Um, and the score. Yeah, I just like all the score music was great. And um, I liked that. And I thought that, yeah, there were some really great moments in it. And it definitely, you know made you feel that rain that spectrum of emotions that i think you're supposed to feel in eighth grade it really brought that to life in the movie theater for me you Mm -hmm. know like sitting in the chair you just feel those awkward moments so intensely Mm -hmm. so yeah i thought it was like effective and i thought the girl was a good actress and i thought yeah it was good it had some good moments in it overall i liked it what did you guys think well let's go next uh i can go i'm gonna give it a score (laughs) Score right away. Now. Score away. Score now, normally, away. 
when I give a score, that's usually a pretty good sign in favor of the movie. Oh Uh-oh. my god. Oh no. Um, because usually I always give the same score. Ten. <clears throat> yeah, it was a ten. Oh, oh, it's a ten. It was a ten. Oh, I thought you were about to like do a switcheroo, and you're gonna be like, "But today, <laughs> I was trying to score." I, was, I thought you were gonna say, "But today, wow, that was I very dramatic." <laughs> It's very dramatic. I, was I, thought, tra- I was, thought you were going to be like, gonna be like reality show. I thought you were going to be reality. like, but today on the jacuzzi scale, I give it an 11. That was very Regis Philman on Philman? Philman? Feldman? Oh, yeah. Regis who wants Fil- to be a millionaire? Be- He's like, like someone will answer the question on who wants to be a millionaire. And they'll be like, D. I think it's D. Final answer. I'll be like, ooh, I'm sorry, but it looks like you're right. <laughs> like, he would like totally fuck with people. It was so funny. Yeah. And like, this is like millions of dollars on the line, or not millions, but it's like tens of thousands of dollars are on the line and these people are like looking like they're crushed. They're like, oh, oh God, my mortgage. And then he's just like, you're right. Like this rich old dude like who doesn't give a fuck. Oh, I love Regis Philbin in that show. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. So it's a 10. Agree with Laura. I think this is the best score I've seen in mm, like years, maybe. Wow. Like oh, okay. the music. Yeah. So the score, from it, you're talking about like that kind of like electronic kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That stuff was awesome. Yeah. I love that. This is one of the best scores I've, uh, you know, this so is cool. the Phantom Thread of the last couple of years, the best scores I've seen. Wow. I also really liked uh, Stranger Things. But, um, but anyway, yeah, I love the new trend of electronic music in, in film. It's cool. And, and I it think was it, perfect oh, for this because that's yeah, what these yeah, kids yeah. listen to. No, yeah, that, that's what kind I. Of. Great job doing that, guys. Well, no, I think it was like very much. Well, it was current. Like, yeah. I love this movie. This movie's great. You we'll know, get into I would. Oh, more. one thing I will say also about this movie is, for me, I guess this is one of the first real, like, I guess, coming of age. Well, specifically, eight like junior high school perspective movies of the sort of millennial generation that I've seen. Like, yeah, you know, I, I've seen lots of coming of age movies yeah. throughout my life, but this is the first one where you're really seeing yeah. it through the eyes of a current eighth grader, yeah. you know, and Great it's like depiction of it, it really does kind of showcase how things have changed and how things have not changed exactly. in so yes. many ways. Satirizing like, how kids are on their phones all the time. But it's right. like, I mean, I not think a lot satirizing. of that's true. I think, yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's probably a fairly accurate depiction I, of yeah. what it must be like, but I also realized watching it. How many things haven't changed? Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. the mall. Like that is a timeless classic thing that came out like probably in the 80s yeah. and just hasn't gone away. Yeah. Kids still do that. Yeah. Not in my world, but yeah. Well, but and pool parties. Talk. And I mean, just pool all the parties, things that she's yeah. getting up to are, yeah, th- that and stuff like, is consistent throughout to- through, through time. It's kind like, of. I mean, I think that maybe not so much in like the 1950s was there as much of a thing. Okay. I mean, well, like the mall. The you last, know, I think like the 30, mall kind of happened. Years or the whatever. mall came out in the '80s, and I was like, as I'm watching this movie, these different scenes where she's going through the motions, being in the car with the like, you know, the older high school kids, and all of that definitely reminded me of my some of my experiences. Maybe when I was in high school, that kind of happened. But just like a lot of what she's doing is stuff that just hasn't changed at all. <clears throat> yeah. While mm-hmm. on the other hand, there are things that are so drastically different it's like, like it really reminds you of like how crazily like i don't know science fictiony of a world we live in now mm-hmm. in terms of like what kids also are doing you know it's like the information the, that you have phone. access to now you know yeah but it's just like weird the way that we're interacting with each other through these like you know snapchat kind of yeah you know filters and stuff like that's so sci-fi and this weird like very mirror real. Very, very real. Like, who like would a, have thought like that, that is, would be our reality? It's right like a two-hour yeah. episode of Black Mirror. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, so what did you think? I love this movie. I, mm. um, I just really felt for her character. I was like, just deeply invested in her making it out of this okay. You know, like it. It was. I felt like the experience of watching this movie was like almost like having a kid and just really wanting the best for them. It was like, that's how I felt for this character. I was like, oh man, I really hope that these kids aren't too mean to her or like, you know what I mean? They weren't too mean actually. Well, but what I'm saying is in the process of watching it, I'm like, oh man, I I hope that like they don't, you know, whatever. Because she is so realistically kind of awkward in a very human way that I felt like um, is super easily relatable uh, to I think a lot of people, um, especially when you're young, like when you're kind of figuring out your own identity, and you know, you e- even now, even now, honestly, I mean, like th- throughout time, I think there's always this level of like self doubt 
that like you're no one really knows exactly what they're doing everyone's just sort of like figuring it out as we go and i think when you're a little kid that is like compounded by the fact that you're you know surrounded by a bunch of other little kids who makes it seem like you know you're behind or something like that mm. point being basically i just thought she was an incredible actress uh, i thought the writing was really good um i felt like it really was and like you've already said a, a really uh accurate portrayal of of how modern day uh teens have changed and haven't changed and how there are some things that remain the same and and how technology has like affected young people and uh it's pretty wild to 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 watch this too because it's like technology has certainly changed how i interact with my life but it was more introduced to me after i was already an adult in a way you know like yeah when i was this age i was certainly not on my i didn't have a phone you know i wasn't on my phone but now i very much am like engaged with this online world and like i i do understand that 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 human dynamics now a large part of it has to do with how we interact with each other online and these personas that we put forth online, like almost everyone now is their own PR person. Like you're putting out this image of yourself online that is like a better version of who you actually are or like the ideal version or you're only saying the good things or whatever it is. And everyone's doing that, including myself. Filtered uh, version. Yeah, like a filtered version of who you are and who you want to present to the world. And it's insane that like, even though I already knew this, but watching this movie, it almost like, reaffirms it it's insane that eighth graders now are hyper aware of that and like putting forth this image of themselves online mm -hmm. like the kayla the the character in this film this isn't a spoiler or anything but she's like doing these vlogs like uh she's kind of like yeah. talking to the camera and, and like putting it out online for people to see and it's like clear that these are like who she wants to be you know yeah. and and it's it's just really it's it's like or who she really is in a way because yeah. it is her ideas it's her and right. she's trying to and she's she's being positive but she's saying things that seem pretty honest to me i think it's who she i don't know I, well let's we should talk about that yeah. yeah i think i love that they included vlogging i'm trying to get laura to do more of it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm um, trying to do more of it too hell yeah, yeah. yeah. um be, yeah. be vlogs I feel like this it? movie definitely calls back a lot to Welcome to the Dollhouse. Like, especially the way that she mm. kind of... Uh, well, less dark for sure. Well, it's less dark, but there's just certain nuanced behavior yeah. patterns like in this movie of the main yeah. character that really call to mind. The mm -hmm. main character, and even just like the way they talk. Um, the main character in Welcome to the Dollhouse, mm -hmm. Dawn. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think they take place in the same uh, grade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting i don't know but it's like yeah this yeah. is like the modern day kind of less dark version of that but mm -hmm. still with the same similar sense of humor which yeah I there was the a lot humor. of yeah, the humor yeah. very well done i thought yeah uh, the writing was just yeah it, this is the kind of movie that i feel like could easily not work or like the 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 actors the child actors could like be fake or, or just like wouldn't it, i just feel like a movie like this is easy to fuck up <laughs> and it's crazy how much of it i thought was really really nailed like there were very few things about this movie that i didn't <clears> think <throat> were like pretty much nailed and there were a couple things but like they aren't even significant um and they're really just like fleeting moments that i don't even know if it would be a big deal to other people but like for the most part i thought this was near near flawlessly done um and i also want to mention like i loved the drama that Sounds was unfolding. like a 10 I loved this movie. I mean, <laughs> I, I really did. Um, I also loved that the drama in the film is scaled back to just be the drama of an eighth grader. Like, they didn't feel a need to throw these, like, big catacomb cataclysmic events towards her, like a death or, like, you know, like a huge thing. It's like the things that are already going on in eighth grade are dramatic enough to an eighth grader mm -hmm. that going to a pool party should... It, or it could feel that intense. And mm -hmm. and I, I liked that the intensity, you feel it even in these moments that like, if you were to zoom out a little bit, aren't even really that big of a deal. And that's that's being in eighth grade, you know? It's like if you only you had more perspective, if only you had like a little more life experience, you'd understand it, that this, you know, going to the mall that day isn't really that big of a deal in the mm -hmm. grand scheme of things. Right. And it makes you feel that. Like it makes you feel that pressure of like, oh man, I hope this like works out or you know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was really sort of like a time warp in a way to give you the feeling of being a young person uh, in that kind of circumstance. So yeah. Uh, right. Should we talk spoilers uh, or anything else you guys want to say? Sure. I think you get into some spoilers. Cool. Really do? Well, cool. I've got some stuff. Um, okay. So if you haven't seen eighth grade, uh, now would be the time to tune out. But uh, yeah. Let's so anyway, I thought that the like heartthrob character oh, yeah. was like really Love funny. Oh song. my God. It was so funny. Yeah. Well, his, I mean, his <laughs> and like, the, eye, funny, like, like the eyes are really, he's like, whoosh. Well, that, but also, like, it was so funny when she, like, runs into him in the hallway, like, when they're at the pool party, and he's got his t-shirt just hanging around his neck, and he doesn't have, like, a shirt on underneath it. It's just, like, so ridiculous, and uh, that part was really funny to me. Uh, My favorite whole part of the movie was one of the final scenes when, uh, so, she kind of, she ends up getting with or not getting with, but she, she kind of goes on like a little friend, but it's like date. It's like a friend date kind of thing with this nerdy character. The cousin of the cool girl. Uh, Oh, is that who? Oh, I didn't realize it was his cousin, but, um, yeah, they like meet at the pool party and then later on they, they go on this little like dinner kind of date at, at the boy's house. Yeah. And that scene I thought was like so fucking funny. I was like cracking up and that, that kid's performance was like incredible. He was so good, like in their whole dynamic back and forth. Like he, he so clearly wants to kind of like impress her or whatever with these. Right. He's that, like, oh, I mean, I, I just yeah, dude, I put that here. That gonna I be mean, a it's star. not a big deal. Or like his acting was so good. I was he's like, gonna be a star. Was like, he's going to be in some more stuff. I was like, right. holy shit. This just like is real. This seems real. <laughs> like it was so well done. Uh, I thought that was like my favorite scene of the whole movie because I was just like, that was nonstop laughter to me. That uh-huh. whole scene is like all these little mannerisms that he was doing are like so real in this kind of like awkward they're both awkward and it's like this really kind of cute dynamic and oh my god i loved that scene i thought it was so well done holy shit that all the acting in it it was amazing really the main girl should get an oscar yeah she was really good i mean she was so good (laughs) yeah you know like at portraying i mean who knows the director could have been really good too by the way oh i'm sure he was i'm sure like that that's a big part of it. You know? uh, I'm and the sure writing he, was good too. I'm sure he was because the writing is good, and and not only is the direct or the acting good, but I think the direction is good. Like I think he did a really good job of never going too far or too big, keeping things like subtle, but still having a dramatic structure and like it still feeling like life or death, even when it wasn't. You know, mm-hmm. and like another really. Uh, good example i thought of like not going too far but far enough for it to be like sort of the low point of the film i guess is that car scene with mm-hmm. the with the boy uh she she kind of goes out with these high schoolers uh to the mall or whatever everyone else gets dropped off and then she kind of ends up getting stuck in the car with this one high school boy and then uh he's about to like drop her off but then he kind of like pulls over and is like initiating this truth or dare kind of thing right in the back seat he's like, and he's clearly trying, trying to take to, yeah. advantage he's trying to hook up with her right yeah and i thought that scene was really well done when it again could have been terribly handled you know yeah. or gone too far like i was mm-hmm. i was really glad it didn't <laughs> yeah go further and get really dark you mm-hmm. know um like granted it still could have been done well but i just think it's so much better that it didn't have it doesn't have to go there for you yeah. to feel as awkward as that scene feels, uh, you know, it made me feel awful. That I mean, scene, yeah. she felt awful afterwards. And, wow, it's... wow, what a great, great <laughs> capturing of human culture and dynamic, dynamic. Well, and I think emotion. one thing that that scene to me really showcased was how, like, what if she had consented to it? Mm-hmm. Like. I think that 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 would have then really kind of shown people in a very clear way how just because, you know, like in the whole Me Too situation, Mm -hmm. they say, like, if you don't say no, then it's not necessarily, uh, you know, sexual assault or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like if she would have said it's like 
thankfully she said no and yeah. she walked away and she got out of it and he like didn't press further mm-hmm. but what if she would have like not been strong enough to say no and she would have given in because of the pressure and like the anxiety and she's like this you know young girl who doesn't know any better totally. and would have given into it it's still to me what i think it would have really emphasized that gray area where yeah she definitely didn't want to do that but was kind of really see. manipulated into it and you could see in that moment like the real dynamic of that you know what i mean and the, the subtle like and the not so subtle you know dynamics of it see, how I think that it, can happen i think it did that though and, th- and that's right what I without it having to go there. without having to go exactly. there i actually think that it it accomplished that anyways yeah because it really shows that this girl is like impressionable she is yeah she she's, wants to be she's cool. trying to she not wants to be like she's juggling all these things she's in her in mind junior high right and it's like you're right there with her. Mm-hmm. I, I, she handles herself well, and thankfully, yeah, she does say no. But I think she doesn't handle herself great. But at least she said no. Thankfully, you know. I right. mean, it's like she's also saying sorry to this guy who's trying yeah, to guilt trip her into having like a sexual act with him. But I think and that's she, real. I mean, that, that, no, that was yeah, real. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, it's awful. like that's not how it. How, I mean, I, in an ideal up. world, it yeah. wouldn't be like that. In yeah, an ideal course, world, yeah. she would be like, "Fuck you, get the hell away from me." I'm not sorry and I'm not sorry. But I think it shows that but, yeah. as as when you're a young kid, it's like that is so hard to do. Yeah. When you're an adult, it's like you've sort of built up some, yeah. you know, like self-esteem essentially where you can like put your foot down for things and like and also not just feel experience. wrong about it. Yeah. But when you're a little kid like that and you're presented with, with something that maybe does seem like what you're supposed to do. Or right. Like this guy's telling she her like, no other well, why not just it like, basis I'm just trying to help you. Or like he says right. some fucked right. up manipulative shit to like try and get her to say yes yeah and it's like that is because you're so in her perspective in this movie it's like you can see how it could have yeah how she could have maybe been pressured into it yeah thankfully she doesn't but it's like and then it would have been and then would it have been her fault no of course not right but then that's the thing (laughs) that's like the crazy thing is because there are some stories that have come out that i can imagine may have been not dissimilar from that Mm -hmm. particular scene and where the the you know the alleged you know like female entity in mm-hmm. in the mix like was was uh you know was blamed for it mm-hmm. because she didn't say explicitly no yeah but you know i mean there's always all kinds of weird subtle ways that you can say no without actually saying the word you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that 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 scene to me was like really a good representation of that mm-hmm. What else, uh, what other scenes stood out to you or, or what are some of your other thoughts on the uh, film? Any spoilers? I loved her vlogs. Yeah, the vlogs are great. She oh. was so positive and seemed pretty wise for someone her age. Right. I did want to talk about those now with spoilers. It's like, to me, I felt like uh, by the end of the film, <clears throat> by the end of the film, to me, it seemed clear. And I mean, I could be forgetting, but I feel like she somewhat said it straight up that like, this isn't really who I am. This is just like who I want to be. And you really right. shouldn't like take my advice because while I may say these things and I know these things, like it's not what even I can do. So it's like, I'm not really living what I preach. Yeah. What I preach. Um, and you know, I think that goes the same for a lot of people presenting themselves online. Like you present yourself online in one way, but in reality you probably have a lot, you know, there's like more doubt or, or more whatever there is going on behind the scenes that, you know, is less attractive to put in a fucking YouTube video or whatever the hell. Um, but yeah, I thought that was like a really interesting kind of way to bring you along her ride in this film, which is like, you know, just being so crippled in self doubt, uh, and anxiety and, um, you know, just generally being like an awkward teen as most teens are, Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of like finding a little more confidence by the end of the film or enough to kind of like, I I liked when she stood up to those girls or whatever. She's like, you know, when someone's being mean to you and, you know, I was, I've only been nice to you. And, and then, and and then she like walks away. Also, (laughs) she, she's looking down the entire time she's giving the, she's like telling them off and looking down the entire time, never looks up. I loved that scene. That was so good. I mean, and it was kind of like, yeah, it was, it felt like a realistic place that her character could get to by the end of the film it didn't feel like oh now all of a sudden she's the she's the queen of the class or whatever you know like that would be so unrealistic to me it was like that was as far as she could get is like she's confronting people now but she still has to like not even really look at their face (laughs) but like 
Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool how um, it captures like the nonsensical way of acting uh, that an, a confused, anxiety ridden person of her age like would en- uh. en- engage in. Like, uh. like there are these moments where she's trying to talk to the high school girl, Olivia. Right. And they have these sentence. There's like these weird interactions of sentences that make almost no sense. Mm-hmm. And yet there is like a connection happening, but, and she'll start saying something, but there's really like no explicit point to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. I don't know that I thought that it's like talking it was, in circles. And- yeah. It was kind of good at capturing like that release of anxiety, you know, like especially at that age where you think that you're going to say something pointful, but actually there is no point (laughs) to it whatsoever. Like it doesn't even make any sense. And it's not like (laughs) there's no, it's not necessary. (laughs) You know what I mean? And yet Uh you do want to try to have that connection with a person by Mm -hmm. saying something. And yet you don't really have anything that pointful to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This movie definitely highlighted that, I think, in the character, like, throughout the movie. Not just with Olivia Girl, but, like, her conversations with lots of people were like that, I thought, which mm-hmm. was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, like, so going back to the vlogs, you said that you thought it's who she wants to be. I think it's, like, her diary. It's, like, the one place definitely. where she can be open mm-hmm. and be herself. Which is weird uh, because it's also, like, being placed in a public arena. And but that's real. The only other person with their diaries I think to now. myself, I do not want my child doing that. Mm-mm, hell no. Well, it's, you probably won't have that much control over that. <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm certainly going to not condone it. If it's it. like this now, I mean, it's I only like, going to get more. It it would it at a certain point, it's almost like weird for a kid not to have a phone now. Well, it's you not know, they're going to get phone, made fun of for but, not but, having. A I phone. mean, they could have a phone, but I will certainly not condone the blogging. I I don't. To have like a child putting their just like innermost thoughts out into the world like that, hell yeah, I mean, no. They can just upload Hell's themselves. No. They, they're not like policed it's by not you. Good. You're not gonna let them have Instagram. I don't. Maybe they can have Instagram, but I don't <laughs> want them vlogging. No. No. I mean, I don't. I don't agree with well, that. I, I think that you. You'll get that, that out with your future I think child. That <laughs> you can give a kid freedom, and instill good values in them at the same time. Hopefully, so that they would use it with you know in a way that's because yeah, if you be restrict good. it, that's they're really just going to want it more. Ad- ideal way of thinking. If about you restrict it though. it though, they just want it more, and then they're just going to do it behind your back. I don't know. I'll figure it. it out. But like, <laughs> here's the question: Do you think that there will ever be an end to this? Like, do you think that we'll evolve into a place where we won't have? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Pretty soon, we'll just have chips in our brain. <laughs> but like will will like will we, we won't need will the web world ever change like will yeah definitely will, will, will like, we ever go back phones to, in a hundred years but i mean will we ever go back to like living um without technology not without technology or but less? without will it the ever only go back? way is i guess there will was we like ever a, go back uh, to not being connected on the web sure if no. there's an apocalyptic event and it becomes like mad max right i guess that's like the, the only like way that, that would happen like Cyberspace is not going anywhere. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Well, it's only there's an get, apocalypse. Huh? I mean, at this point, it's part of people's identity, and it's like ingrained mm. in their brain from such a young age. So there will never be a time when kids don't have access from here on out. Of course not. No, unless there's apocalyptic shit. Unless, yeah. Or unless, unless there's like a, cy- a cyber apocalypse. <laughs> Old traditions are kind of lost all the time, so... Yeah. No, but there's certain things that certainly do remain the same as we see in this movie. It's like the mall is still there and kids still go to it mm-hmm. For and now. hang out <laughs> in person. For that now. still happens. For now. For now. But it's like that's been going on. I don't think that's going to always be the case, though. I think it's been going on since it came still. out. Huh? That's been going on since it came out. Well, sure, but malls what you are could also dying. say even more generally is that people like a public place to congregate. Right. Exactly. They still want to hang out in person. <laughs> I mean, for now, I really don't even think that necessarily will be as popular as it is now and to, has been. Cyber meeting? Yeah, I think there. I think cyber meetings do plenty for a lot of people. Like some people are totally sa- satisfied with a Isn't virtual meet. People do need exercise. They do need sunlight. I mean, yeah, they do need that, but <laughs> they don't necessarily choose to engage in that. Maybe all the time. we'll adapt into a point where we don't need that. Anyways, any final thoughts on eighth grade? No, was, I don't know. It was, it's just like it I guess yeah. In our lifetime, awesome. we won't have kids that are without cell phones. 
There's your final thought on eighth grade. Um, yeah, I mean, from my perspective, see this movie for sure. I think it's it's one of one of the best I've seen this year, uh, and I highly recommend it. So yeah, it was a good movie. So yeah, that's eighth grade. That's our those are our thoughts. Let us know what you thought. Um, if you feel like it, email us totally tell me at gmail dot com. Um, also, you know, if you've listened to previous episodes and you've listened to this one, uh, let us know what you think about you know this whole like movie news concept. Love it, hate it, don't really care. You know, we're we're here for all of your opinions, and we will choose to incorporate them if we so wish to. Anyways, this has been Totally Tell Me. Thanks to Anton for being on the episode. Uh, anyways, it's Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every Wednesday. On, or actually, no. Now we post <laughs> episodes every other Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, we'll please... We'll try that for a little while. Yeah, we're going by for a little bit. We might go by, Eck. Um, <laughs> but anyways... Sorry. If you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating. That's another, you know, thing that could really help us out here. If uh, you haven't rated the podcast, it really does help us uh, in the iTunes position. Like, uh, it definitely helps us get seen by other people. So please give us at least a little five-star rating. That would mean so much. Thank you so much. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Intro and outro music is by Laura and Anton. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back uh, in two weeks for another episode of Totally Tell Me.